Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. Hello, everybody. It's Cheryl, your dating coach and your matchmaker here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. Tonight, a great show for you. And as always, I want to remind you that we are live 7900800 or star 8255. You can text me there if you want to make comments or have any questions asked tonight. The show is all about relating, dating, and mating. And if you ever have any questions, you know, I'm always here for you 24-7. You can call my hotline, or as I like to say, my love line. And that number... 844-744-SOLO. So as always, I want to go right into the inbox. This week, actually, this letter came in from a young lady. She's identifying herself only as C, and because uh, she wanted to be anonymous. And it kind of relates to tonight's show, which is all about breakups and how to break up and how and when we should break up. And I'm going to be joined later by two people, one of whom is an expert from Toronto, and she is a breakup coach. So we're going to be hearing from both these people very shortly, and I will introduce them in a few minutes. In the meantime, let me get to this letter that came in. She wrote, Hey, Cheryl. I have been dating someone for two years from Toronto, and we started to discuss marriage a few months ago, which made me reflect on what I want. Bottom line is, I know he won't move, and I don't want to either. Relocating is not an option. And she wrote, not N-O-T, capitals. I have also done some soul searching and decided he is not the one I want to spend my life with. So... Do I break up with him long distance over the phone or wait till he comes into town as he is coming in for Grand Prix weekend? So here's the thing. Toronto is not that far. He is planning on coming into town. And you've been in a relationship for two years. Now, it might be easier to do this over the phone. But the fact is, you've had this connection. You've gone to the point of actually saying you wanted to get married or you thought you did. I think you owe it not only to him, but to yourself to do this face to face. You know, we we kind of look at things sometimes based on the level of intimacy when it comes to breaking up. And I'm sure we'll be discussing this very shortly. But once you have even a few dates with somebody, I really believe you owe that person that face to face. And it might be a very difficult weekend because, you know, you might want to handle this, I would suggest, right at the beginning of the weekend so it's not dragging on, that you're not uncomfortable all weekend, and that he won't be shocked at the end of the weekend. So I would suggest he's coming in, you take the time, and you have that heart-to-heart. So that's the best I can do for you, C. Now, as far as dating news, I wanted to do a dress something and it's about body language and it really struck me because of everything that's going on this week with social media and the news and Melania Trump. I don't know if you've been seeing it but there is a huge splash going on Huffington Post all the newspapers all over Facebook constantly showing Melania Trump knocking away her husband's hand as he goes to reach for it. They are showing close-ups of it and it's non-stop. Now, the reason I'm bringing it up tonight is because 
that is a signal, and or it seems to be showing a signal to everybody that she's just not into him right now. So I want to reflect that as far as body language when it comes to going out with people, going on these dates. Because the fact is, there's a lot of discussion going on how much is good physical contact on a first date or even on a second date, but especially that first date. Should we hold hands? Should we kiss each other on the cheeks? Hello. So I wanted to address that because the fact is you don't want to be on a date where you have to knock somebody's hand away because they're doing something that you deem inappropriate. So here's the rule of thumb. On that first date, I really do suggest that you make some kind of physical contact quickly, by the way, because it actually releases a lot of our energy and it helps us to relax and calm down. And it does make a connection between us and the other person. It's where to touch that person and for how long. So we're talking about a couple seconds, not more than that. And just whether it's laying your hand as you talk to them or laugh, across their uh, their wrist. You don't want to go for the hand because a lot of women do think that that is way too intimate. But just making that physical contact, you could be just, as I said, reaching across for the wrist area or on the back of the shoulder. That shows that you're just connecting and it's not considered too, form, uh, too intimate. Okay? So, I love the idea of that. And I want to say that I, I, held a, I held a workshop a couple of weeks ago. And one of the women was telling me that one man that she had just met, and they were sitting shoulder to shoulder at a countertop, and he kept putting his hand on her thigh over and over and over again while they were sitting there. And that's what made me think of Melania and that, you know, brush of the hand, getting rid of her husband's hand or so it appears, was she finally had to like take this man's hand and slap it because she just couldn't get the message across that she didn't want it. So for all of you out there, that's my dating news and dating advice for the week. You're listening to Solo in the City on CJD 800. Don't forget tonight, you can call in 790-0800 or you can text us star 8255. Also coming up later on, we are going to be giving date night out. It's to Look Cartel this week, and we're going to find out very soon who won that date night out. Remember, you can register on Solo in the City by putting your email in, and you will be automatically entered to win that, as well as 15 minutes with me. Share with Share this week also was about worst breakup stories, and when you broke up, did you learn from it, or did it make you close up? And I want to read something Leslie Ann said. She said, if you're a guy, do the guy thing and ghost them. If you're a gal, be kind. Leslie, that's kind of like very sexist. I don't think only men ghost. I think so do women. And uh, I don't think only women can be kind. I think it works both ways. But what you are saying is ghosting is not cool. And ghosting, by the way, for anybody who doesn't know, is you're there one minute, you're dating and dating, and then all of a sudden, you never hear from that other person again. Jeff said, well, to break up, one should just say, just say that it's not you, it's me. That is a classic, Jeff, and it doesn't work anymore. Nobody believes that, okay? If you have a reason to break up, be honest. Tell the person what it is. So tonight's show, as you probably are gathering, it's about breaking up. 
Now, how do we do it? When do we do it? Should we be doing it? Well, we're going to find out if we should or shouldn't. And joining me for this topic is Natalia Juarez from Toronto, and she is from Logistics, right? <laughs> I, I always have problems saying it. I want to say logistics, but there is almost a logic to logistics. Yes. That, yeah. Well, that's where it came from. Yeah. The logistics of love. There you go. Yes. There you go. So I, I constantly want to. So if you were to sum it up, break up, honesty, straight to the point, or like rip off the mandate or peel it slowly? Oh. This question is so challenging because it really depends. There is, uh, I think there are great principles, but there's still, each breakup kind of has a different strategy. It depends, like, how long have you been dating? You know, the personality of the person and often just what's going on in their life at the time. So what is going on in their lives? We're going to answer more of your questions at 790-0800 or star 8255 here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. Stay tuned for more Lovistics coming up. This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. We are back solo in the city. I'm Cheryl, and as always, I am talking about relating, dating, and mating. And we actually have to do it in that order. It starts with relating with people. Then you date the people. And after the date, you might have a breakup. And it can even happen after you've done the mating. That's why divorce is so high right now. So how do we go through these breakups and how do we do it sometimes with compassion and caring and sometimes and exit with love the way we entered it? And it can even stem from love for ourselves and, and what we want to take from that. And joining me tonight is Natalia Juarez. She is a breakup and divorce coach at Lovistics from Toronto. She came all the way from Toronto to join us tonight. Welcome again. Thank you Natalia. so much. <laughs> it's great to be here. I'm so glad. So let, we were talking a little bit before the break mm -hmm. about the breakup. And you were very involved in, in, in the conversation. Let's go back to that a little bit. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So you you've been in a relationship. You know that it's time for you to leave. Mhm. Mm What's the best way to do it? I asked is is it better to rip that band-aid off or peel it off corner to corner and suffer the ouch ouch ouch? What do you think? Well, it's always so much easier when there's a specific example. But in general, I would say it's, you know, people enter into relationships and they're kind of, they're on the same page and they're feeling it out. But often when there's a breakup, there's one person. And that's why I think breakups can be so hard is that, is that one person's kind of checked out or hasn't, has lost that connection with the person. Um, but absolutely, once you know having some sort of strategy and to, to let the person in, if there hasn't been communication leading up to the breakup, I find it can be especially traumatic because it's come out of nowhere. Um, but sometimes these people who know that they're breaking up or that they want to kind of go in that direction, they're already starting to uh, disconnect, recover, start to build a life on their own. And then when they break up with the person, they kind of, um, uh, that person, 
the other person ends up being completely uh, surprised that, right. that this has happened. And I think that can be incredibly traumatic and distressing. Right, because not everybody goes through a relationship where they're killing each other as they mm -hmm. lead up to yes. the separation, whether it's a divorce or whether it's a date breakup or a relationship breakup. They cannot be always on the same wavelength. One yes. person thinks that the relationship is just going great and the other person has no idea that it's about to happen to them, as you were saying. Yes. And and I think we've both experienced those type of things from different angles, right? Mm -hmm. um, you've had it where it came blindsided. And I know that for myself, I think when I got divorced, it was kind of blindsided. You know, I, I don't think that my ex expected that we would actually really break up, that we knew we were having issues, but I don't think he really expected. Yes, because some people can live can live like that for a very long time. But I think now there are more resources. Um, and it's a skill that we've we never learn, like even like the fact that we're teaching people how to like, how to date and how to connect with people. It's just it's really interesting to me. And uh, there are a number of people who I sometimes have coached, and they're scared to even get into a relationship to even start dating because they're so scared of breaking up. And, and that keeps people from a lot of relationships yes. because they're afraid of the breakup. And what's interesting now is there are more people deciding not to enter a relationship who have never been in a long-term relationship because they're afraid of one, time, uh, one day getting hurt. Yes. And they're seeing even their friends go through it and they just don't want to experience it, Yeah, which is, which is kind of sad. Yes. And the whole point of dating, I mean, and dating can be very uncomfortable because it's exploring a relationship. But people kind of want to feel like they don't they, they don't want to be rejected or feel rejected by the other person. But um, a few few years ago when I was uh, dating like it was my job. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've all done that. Yes. After... And, and we actually kind of coach people to do that. Sometimes, yes. Right? Um, and I think if you're serious about finding love, you do make time for it in your schedule. Like it is, my mom used to joke that it was my part-time job. Um, I remember there was one man who I had been dating uh, online and we'd had a few dates. Now he did break up with me. Uh, it was like a soft breakup uh, over email, but he actually, I thought it, he did it really nicely. He, he uh, complimented me. He's like, you know, there are these things like, you know, you're so amazing in these ways, but I feel like we're just not a match. I love that. <laughs> it just it, it was, didn't it was, leave me feeling like it was personal. Right. So we're talking about breaks up, breakups and how we can do it and when we should do it and whether we should do it here on Solon City on CJD 800 tonight. And I'm being joined by Natalia Juarez. Uh, she is a breakup coach. And I'm I can tell you this. When it's time to break up. There's often that sinking feeling that you know you have to do it. And we drag it on and we drag it on. Mm -hmm. And some people drag it on for months. Some people drag it on for years, knowing that they're not in the right relationship. It doesn't really do you or the other person any good to do it. And if that's what you're thinking the compassion is, it's actually counterproductive. Yes. Right? 
Yeah, it's it's not having a vision. Like people get so caught up short-sighted. Like they just don't want to hurt somebody. They don't want to go through these uncomfortable feelings. So I find it's having to kind of paint the long-term picture of yes, this is going to be hard. And it could go a whole lot of uncomfortable ways. But if you let this person go with compassion and with honesty, then they can recover, get back out there and then in six months, a year, find someone who who really loves them the way they deserve to be loved. Well, a lot of people stay because they're worried that they won't find somebody else. They're like, you know what? I, I just think posted this about is that. Good enough, yes. and we can. You know, I, I'm afraid I won't find somebody else. So maybe I should just make this work. Yeah. And again, that's not fair to the other person or to yourself, yeah. right? So. Here's Alan wrote in this um, because we were talking about how to break up and uh, he wrote in this, you have to be open, fair and honest and say it about respect for yourself and for the other person and you will respect yourself, then wish them well. Right? Yeah. So he's saying just go for it. Say it the way it is. And as you said, your person broke up with you and it was out of compassion and it what they didn't make it personal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because there, there are there are short term, there's dating breakups and then there's the long term breakups. As you and I were talking earlier that there's two parts to this is the part on is how to break up with someone can be is very, very difficult. And then there's the recovery side. Right. And and there are three stages, and and it's the same thing actually when it comes to loss. When when you lose a partner, the first part is you go through the hurt, right? Yes. And you have to process the hurt, and then often, for a certain amount of time, everybody goes through an anger stage where you're angry at the situation. You might be angry at the other person, or you might be angry at yourself, or just the way life is going. Mm-hmm. And then you start the healing process. Ideally, some people Ideally, get stuck in that. Some people do yes. get stuck in it, but hopefully you move through the anger yes. and go to the healing process. I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions is this concept of time, that time will heal it. But I think there's so much work that is involved with processing it, with getting it out, with talking to people, taking care of yourself. It's, um, it's really, it becomes like a lifestyle for a while. Well, the gentleman who's going to be joining us, as I said, Jared Shaman, he is a medium and he actually helps a lot of people work through that, uh, through the healing process and and uh, does it in very interesting ways. And we're going to be hearing from him very shortly as to just how he does it. And he has people from all over the world reaching out to him, asking, I think a lot of people are asking about relationships, even though he, you know, does all types of things with his medium work. But I know a lot of people focus and want Jared to go right to relationships. Like, am I in the right one? Am I going to mm-hmm. meet the right one? Or should I be leaving this person? He was telling me a lot about that. So we're going to get to that as well as some of the other comments that are coming in. Like Vernon, he said this, get as straight to the point as possible. If it's not working, get out. We both know it. We won't forget you. Bye-bye. That's the way he would say goodbye to somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't know if just it's not, you know, bye-bye type of thing. It's that simple, right? Yeah, no. Yeah, no. It's definitely not that simple. 
We are also going to be drawing very soon a date night out this week. It's to the cartel. And uh, next week, we are going to be drawing to Tavern on the Square. But two lucky people are going to be winning that dinner for two to the cartel coming up. Remember, you can still call in 7900800 or star 8255. Follow us on Facebook. Ramona is taking you behind the scenes. And uh, you're going to be hearing a lot coming up through Jared. He's going to really enlighten us with a lot of his wisdom right here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio CJAD 800. We are Solo in the City. I am Cheryl, your certified love coach and your matchmaker here. Don't forget, you can always call in tonight, 790-0800 or star 8255 if you prefer to text us. Don't forget, you can also watch us on Facebook because Ramona is taking you behind the scenes. I'm being joined tonight as we talk about breakups, how to do it, should we do it, and joining me from Toronto, she came in from Toronto to join us here, Natalia Wara. She is a breakup coach as well. Now we are being joined by Jared the Shaman. He is known to many as a vessel and a messenger from heaven or for heaven, I should say. Oh boy. But you have a heavy yeah, expectations. Heavy expectations. And um, it was interesting. We've been sitting here talking actually about breaking up and how to do it and sometimes what brings people to do it. And you had a very interesting analogy, uh, Jared. You were talking about it also depends why the breakup is happening, right? Absolutely. You know, as I mentioned before, did you catch someone? Did you catch your maid in bed with somebody else? Or is it just a matter of the love is not there anymore? Or did you have an argument? And, and there's another aspect to this. When, when, when people come to see me or contact me about relationships or potential breakups, you know, there's a lot of outside factors that come into it. You know, everyone thinks, okay, right now I feel that I want to break up with the person I'm with, but that's not always the case. Maybe they had a rough day at work. Maybe somebody told them off. Maybe financially it's a very difficult time. Look, I have five kids. Sometimes the pressure of dealing with five kids or financially trying to provide for them may add pressure on people so they may feel certain ways that they don't really feel deep down, right? You have an argument and sometimes it, you know, it's blown out of proportion. You know, we make a, what do we say, a mountain out of a molehole or an anthill? So I always tell people, well, first of all, are you really sure that's what you want? Or is there an outside factor? Are your you know, parents pressuring you because they don't like the guy, for example? Oh, actually, sometimes that does weigh in a lot to a breakup. And it also sometimes is what keeps people in a relationship that they don't want to be in because they feel that people expect them to stay in that relationship or that there are children in the relationship. So there are outside pressures to stay in in it. Mm -hmm. And that takes a lot of courage then to pick up and leave your relationship. So you, you coach people through that as well, right? You, you actually coach Natalia people through their breakup process. Yes. Um, and I think as we're, you know, touching on tonight that there, there is this complexity and multifaceted nature to breakups. Um, so what else is going on in the other person's life is absolutely really important. 
And that's what you were just saying too. Yeah, right? I, I like just what's wanted going to, on around the people, right? Correct. Yes, and I just wanted to to also add something. And of course, I'm not you know a breakup specialist per se, like Natalia here about the after effect and what happens after the breakup. But one way that I do help people understand it or or get through it in some way is by explaining that everything in life does happen for a reason. And you may encounter someone, whether it's for a minute, a day, a week, a year, or a lifetime, and understand that there's a lesson that was learned and you didn't encounter that person by mistake. It was meant to happen and you could always take something from that. And maybe it was just meant that you were meant to be with them for that amount of time and it wasn't meant to go further. But that's exactly, I believe, that all relationships are based on. And one of the things that I'm always interested in seeing is the difference between people who take a relationship uh, that has ended and they grow from it yes. versus the person who closes up because of it. And the fact is that every relationship that we have, as you just said, is meant to teach us a lesson. And the breakup sometimes teaches us our best lessons. And they're there. So, you know, it's kind of like in school, right? We go to school and we fail a test and we study more and we do it better the next time. So that's what the breakup is meant to do, is to teach you something so the next time you do it better. We're discussing breakups here on yeah. Solo in the City on CJAD 800, and I'm being joined in studio by Jared and Natalia. So what do you think about what we were just saying, Natalia? I think that that's a very important um, point, that there are gifts in breakups. Gifts of, you know, you develop resilience, uh, you get to know yourself a lot better, and it can be an incredible motivator. So especially if someone's coming out of a relationship that's not uh, not a good match for them right now, not healthy, I almost get excited for them because they're so caught up in their world that they don't see the bigger picture. Um, and getting to that place of gratitude can it can just it can take time. And I think that this yeah. is something it's validating the experience. I think people know about breakups, but they sometimes don't don't aren't given the, the weight that they deserve and that they can take time. And people kind of want to know like how much time, but there's no equation for that. It could take weeks, it could take a year. Um but to just to let yourself process it. And I think that that is um, a big part of my practice is just letting people know what it is they can expect all of the, the stages. And because there are the stages. Yes. And you can't and skip them, right? Yeah, you can't jump to gratitude. In life. No, you can't just jump to the gratitude. You, you have to go through it. And the fact is, we only experience gratitude from something that we learn. Yes. I mean, learning is what makes us feel grateful because we grow. Correct, and I agree 100%, and I just wanted to add very quickly to that, uh, is, is that I always explain to people that generally, you know, we're here as souls, not just a party, we're here to learn lessons and to grow, and most of the lessons that we're going to learn come from difficult experiences, mm -hmm. not necessarily from the easy experiences, right? And that's what it really comes down to, is how we, we take that experience and either we could allow it to keep us down, to weigh on us heavily, or to grow from it. But we're going to learn the most from the difficult experiences. That's how we truly grow. So what do we think? Do we think as as we go through a breakup, do you think, uh, I'm curious in your practice, uh, you deal mostly, well, 
heavily more on the male side. Most of your clients yes. are male. 60-40. Like 60-40, right? So do you think that the men find it more difficult to rebound or women? And I, and I know I'm, I'm dividing it up into two, but what do you see? Because I, I know what I see in my practice. I guess, I suppose I, if people are working with me, they're generally pretty sensitive people. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's fairly equal. Um, yes, I think it's fairly equal. Okay. With, with my clientele. Okay. Yes. Cause I, I find it, uh, heavier. I find women choose in the end to heal and grow and actually become more productive mm-hmm. in their lives proactive. And, and proactive yes. and, and, and rebound strong where the men just kind of react and then they kind of just go on, but they're not necessarily growing from yes. the experience. That's, that's what I see. More. I would agree with that um, because I, I think women are more likely like they, the personal development world is like more women will read those books uh, look for therapists, things like that. Yes. Um, somebody just wrote in and said, I would think if you see a breakup coach, it's because deep down you have deep feelings for the other party. What do you say to that, Natalia? Uh, yes, I think this is, um, I also help people not break up. <laughs> people can kind of be a little bit of afraid of me, but but that's not what the, this person is saying. They're saying that deep down you still have feelings for the other person yes. for a breakup. Um, but if they're fighting or like, or just not able to, uh, to communicate well, that they might just need a certain set of skills. So if they're, they're coming to me, it might be like, we're so close to breaking up. We don't want to break up. So can you help us? Okay. But I, I, I really think what they're saying is that, um, on a certain level, mm-hmm. you still have feelings for the person. And here's the thing you probably do. And that's a good thing because you know what, even if you are breaking up because you're angry, you mm. still have feelings for that person, right? right? Feelings are feelings. Sure. Can I ask a question here? Sure. Well, is is it possible though that what the individual also means is that maybe they're going to see a, a you know a breakup coach not just because they have feelings, but maybe it's they're having a difficult time dealing with the situation, dealing with their own feelings yes. about, about the breakup and everything. Well, and what it's do you, not always that person. It's sometimes the social context. What do you think? Seven nine zero zero eight hundred or star eight two five five. We have a few other people who are texting in right now, and I'm going to tell you what they're saying right after a short break. So join us here with Natalia and Jared as we talk about breaking up. It's hard to do right here on Solo in the City on CJAD eight hundred. And the giveaway is coming up to Date Night Out, all for you. You're listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. We are back, Solo in the City. I'm Cheryl, your matchmaker and your love coach. It's one of my favorite things to do is coach people and support people through all aspects of their dating and relationship world. And tonight we are talking about breaking up. And we've been joined in studio by Natalia Juarez. She is the founder of Lovistics from Toronto, as well as Jared Shaman. And we have been talking all night about helping you understand where breakups come from, 
how they happen. And one of the things we talked about, and if you missed any part of tonight's show, you can listen to us on SoundCloud and uh, hear every part of tonight's show. One of the things that we did talk about was when you break up, growing and moving forward. And Helen wrote in and she said, a man left a woman with a two-day-old baby. She lost everything. She went on to develop the first ever child mental health program that creates child authors sharing moral lessons. See, this is Mm -hmm. something good out of it. And that's what you were saying also, Jared, right? Like with everything that we encounter, all these hardships and challenges are really there to make us rise to the next level. And same thing in relationships. Every relationship is there to bring us to the next. Like this woman. Isn't that incredible? It it, it truly is, yes. Yes. It's inspirational. It is inspirational. And you hear so many stories about that. And and especially, I I have to say, a lot of women actually choose to go in that direction. You know, they they Mm -hmm. go from it, um, from being a mother into doing something about writing books. And, and yes. I, th- I think that's very interesting. Men do it too, but not in the same mag- you know, magnet, um, magnitude that women seem to do it. Why do you think that I- is, by the way? I think that's a great question. I've never, I've never thought of it. But as, as I think about a lot of uh, incredible transformational stories, a lot of them are women. Yeah. I, I, I have a theory. But uh, Jared, you want to comment on that? Yeah, right? you see me itching over here. Yeah, I do. I, I, I just want to add that. Well, first of all, again, being a father of five, I, I saw five of my kids born. But there is a bond that a mother has with a child that a father just can't have. We don't carry that child for eight months, eight and a half, or nine months. So it makes sense to me that very often a mother will be able to take it a step further than a father. And I play a very active role in my kids' lives, but right. it's not the same as a mother. So here's my theory a little bit, two parts. And especially, you know, a lot of this has happened in the last 15 years, let's say, where a lot of women are coming out and and being very proactive, especially in the relationship world and Mm -hmm. and the feminine, you know, feminine growth world, um, trying to inspire. I also think that we, we often have been home we are the nurturers and when that happens we want to nurture other people Mm -hmm. you know our children are growing we want to keep nurturing them ourselves and that's been our role so it just seems natural to go out and share it I know that's where I came from and that's where I ended up doing what I'm doing yeah I can relate to that and you too right we come help yourself you help yourself you learn something and then you want to share it and support other people going through the same thing yes yeah um I want to bring in right now uh our producer tonight Benson because Benson you had a little breakup story you wanted to share right I did yes no I I I I, I, the more that we've the more I've heard the conversation over the the past hour it uh it it kind of reminded me of it so I was dating someone not for uh uh not for uh a ton of time uh was for about was for about four months and uh um, he, he ended up breaking up with me after all this time over, a, a you know how on Instagram you can send like a, like a direct message, right? Yeah, right. So you can, yeah, see, yeah. you can send someone a, you know, a little, a little message over Instagram and he, he just messaged me, uh, a, a little Instagram direct message saying, Hey, I think we should just be friends after, after almost four months, Wow, almost wow. four months of dating. Yeah. So that to me seems like a kind of 
bad way to break up with someone that you've been seeing for that long. I, I agree. Know. Well, the <laughs> fact is that it'll go back to what I was saying before is if you have had contact with that person, if you have had intimate contact with that person, you owe that person a face to face. And to say goodbye with dignity and grace. It's called respect. Mm -hmm. And respect for the other person. And you know what? For yourself. For yourself. Yes. You know, have that honesty. As a matter of fact, uh, somebody wrote in uh, to the question and said, text, post it. Last guy was putting me through so many tests and never talked to me on the phone, which drove me crazy that I finally texted him that we need to move on. Then he called, but it was the only way we communicated. So they're breaking up and or they're getting together and breaking up before they even get off, I guess, a dating app. Social media. Yeah. yeah it sounds like social media of some sort. But so. are you really dating then if, if you spent all this time You're on social not, media? Well, well, but wait a minute. Okay, since we touched on that, I've got to address it. The fact is a lot of people do think they're dating when they're in constant communication with somebody on social media or on one of these dating apps. People actually are falling in love. And I actually just had that this week with a client and she said to me, you know what, I've been going back and forth and then I finally asked the person to meet and he's gone. And I said, well, that's why you do this and you ask for that meet fast mm-hmm. because people do go back and forth sometimes for months they think that they've you know really in love with each other and then the same thing will happen you'll say let's meet and then they're gone and then you don't understand you've had these endless conversations and the back and forth and you know love letters and it's not real yes right and you have a breakup that never even existed a relationship with Agreed. It's real to them, but That's in the right. grand scheme of things, it's it's really not. But to them, it is, yes. Yeah. So, Benson, would you ever do that? No. Break up with somebody by Twitter, email? Certainly or... not now that I've experienced it. Oh, Certainly you, you might have now. before? Oh, well, I probably, w- I probably <laughs> wouldn't have before, but now that, I, now that I have a very good idea of, how, of just how badly it feels, no, absolutely not. No, no way. No way. Now, as a breakup coach, Natalia, do you experience this a lot where people are in a relationship and then poof they're just gone like that are people are people breaking up that way yeah yes i think i think it speaks to how we are communicating with each other that said i still think that breakups um hold a special place for face-to-face interaction when possible so what so as long as you can see the person you go to the person right jared I mean, tell me something. You're a little bit on my wavelength as far as we when we were dating, maybe before matters, social media didn't exist as much as it does today. True. I'm, I'm old these. school, right? Yeah. Um, but the fact is, is again, about 90 to 95% of my clients are female. So I have a bit of a different approach. Uh, but a lot of the issues I deal with are more severe. You know, women going through nasty divorces in the courts where the man doesn't want to support them or, and, and whatnot. So it's, it kind of goes very often to the next level. Yeah. So somebody says, having broken up, believing it was the right thing to do, I find I am reluctant to start anew. How does one regain confidence? Okay, Natalia, I'm going to let you answer this one. (laughs) Well, I would wonder, how long has it been? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a little difficult, but let's just say it's been 10 years. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, 10 years. Um, if it was, 
Let's just say it was a few months. If it was a few months to a year, people need to start getting back out there and like trusting love again and trusting themselves and rebuilding their life. And it may be that instead of directly going back into the dating world, you start to build in community. Right. Well, one of the things that I always talk about, and again, I'm going to go back to growth. I always talk about being progressive for yourself. That means attaining something for yourself. You build confidence when you do something that you didn't think you can do. So, you know, for some people, it's writing a book. For some people, it's getting a new job. For some people, it's learning to dance. Do something that you've not done and then say, I did that for me. And that, to me, is the first step in rebuilding that confidence. I want to thank you both for joining me tonight we could go on and on about the breakup and 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 thank goodness the breakups happen and hopefully we heal and we move forward and we become progressive in ourselves and that's what tonight's show was all about so i'm really happy that person wrote about that jared thank you so much people can reach you through your website that's through the website, jaredshamanmedium.com, or I'm on Facebook, Jared the Shaman Medium, as well. Thank you so much, Jared. Thank and you. Natalia, thank you for coming in and joining us. And people can reach you at Lovistics, right? Yes. And it's also also at betterbreakups.com. Betterbreakups.com? They, they link to the same, yes. Okay. And thank you, Jared uh, Benson, for piping in there tonight and sharing your story with us. Tonight's winner of Date Night Out to Look Cartel is. Jumroll, please. It is Michael. Should I say his email address? Uh, yeah, quickly. Uh, MPD3460 at gmail.com. First name, Michael. Okay, Michael, you are the winner. Next week, Tavern on the Square is our date night out. Remember, this week, as always, I want to thank you for listening in because that's why I do the show. It is all about you. Also, thank you to Ramona and Era. Register on Soul in the City. You get 15 minutes dating advice with me as well as a chance to win date night out next week you're listening to solo in the city on cjad 800 next week we've got a great show how to choose the right person and let the others go and in the meantime remember keep it simply social because we all know it's all about the kiss good night everyone yep. Tension between us just